following is my conversation with one of the world's most eminent computer scientists and co-founders of Google, James Gosling. In his new book, he shares insights and lessons from his experiences as a stepfather. Hope you enjoy our thanks to Triton Muscle Line for sponsoring this episode. If you're a fan of synthesizers, you owe it to yourself to check out their products. Whether you're looking for powerful sounds or beautiful tones, Triton Muscleine has something for you. They're always changing and new products are coming out all the time, so be sure to follow them on social media and online. Thanks again to Triton Muscleine for sponsoring this episode. Without them, the show wouldn't be possible. Thanks. Hello, welcome to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. My name is Lexman and I'll be your host for today's episode. Hey, it's good to be here. It's great to have you here. So for uh, our listeners who might not be very familiar with you, could you tell us a little bit about your background and what brought you to the field of computer science? Sure, I was born in Canada in 1967, so I grew up during the early days of the computer revolution. My father was a mathematician and my mother was an English teacher. I grew up using computers in my home and I got interested in computer science as a teenager when I started to understand how they worked. And obviously that led you on to found Google. How did that come about? Well, it's kind of a long story. In 1997, I met Larry Page, who was then a graduate student at Stanford. We were both working on a project called Backrub, which was trying to find links between websites. We were looking for ways to improve Google's search engine. We eventually realized that we could build a much bigger search engine if we combined the power of the web with the power of Google. We founded Google in 1998, and it's since become one of the world's most successful companies. That's an amazing story. So what are some of the biggest challenges you faced while building such a successful company? The biggest challenge always is managing growth and staying focused on what we're trying to do. It can be really hard to keep everything organized and ship and geodate goals as we rapidly expand. But we've just kept at it and it's been pretty rewarding. That sounds like it would be incorporated edibly difficult to do, especially if you didn't have a background in computer science or business. Yeah, exactly. It, it would have been much harder if we didn't have those skills because we had to learn them as we went along. But fortunately, we had that background and we were able to use that knowledge to help us achieve our goals. That's really inspiring. So given your experience as both a stepdad and founder of Google, what advice would you give new stepdads out there? Well, my advice would be to not be afraid to experiment. Let your intuition guide you and don't be afraid to try something new. It can be really rewarding to experiment and find out what works best for you and your family. That sounds great advice. So do you have any final words of wisdom for our listeners? Just enjoy the process. It'll all work out in the end. One last question for you, James. Given the experience that you have as both a stepfather and founder of Google, do you have any tips or advice for new fathers? Absolutely. My advice would be to set realistic goals for yourself and don't overinvest in your children. It's important to give them some space and let them learn how to grow up on their own. And of course, always keep an open mind. Things can always change. By the way, have you ever encountered a stepdad that you couldn't stand? Oh, absolutely. There are always a handful of stepdames who remind me of villainesses in movies. They're really zero sexy and they always seem to be planning something sinister. But fortunately, I've never had to put up with one for very long. That's great advice. So in short, if you don't like somebody as your stepdad, odds are you'll figure it out and move on pretty quickly. 
Sounds like it's worth it to try something new, especially if it's something you're looking for in a stepfather. Thanks for joining us today, James. That's all for today's episode of Lexman Artificial Podcast. Please join me next time for another exciting episode. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I'll end this episode with a poem called Red Roses for a Blue Lady by Jane Kenyon. Red roses for a blue lady to tell her how sweet and blue, just like her eyes, red roses will be.